Hey guys, my name is John Kim. I'm a licensed therapist and life coach, putting self-betterment into a shot glass. Because let's face it, who's got that much time these days? I come unpolished, unrehearsed, on purpose. If you're looking for more of a wine glass, you've come to the wrong place. So if I was to pick one thing that really separates the old me and how I used to think and what I used to put weight on uh, to the new me, one of the biggest shifts for me was when I decided to um, start finding life in my life. So let me explain. I think that, well, I guess I should bring it back to me. Uh, I should use I statements, but I think that we generally, and I, I will use I statements, me, I uh, used to chase, I used to have this, uh, you know, this very distinct, specific definition of what success looked like, you know, what happy looked like, and I was just sprinting toward it. And I didn't have the ability to take what was in front of me and produce joy out of it. So, I didn't allow myself to be happy until XYZ happened. And of course, if that's how you choose to live, you'll never be happy um, because you're always chasing something, right? And so, I don't know, about maybe about four or five years ago, I was like, okay, this is my life today. Um, at the time, I was working in nonprofit, didn't have, you know, much. I, I had a couple friends, I just found CrossFit. Um, I bought a motorcycle, and I started to, for the first time in my life, find joy in things that were in front of me that weren't tied to a lot of what-ifs or that weren't tied to someone else's yes or no, um, that wasn't tied to, you know, uh, this, this, this big vision I had of, 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 you know, this big blueprint I had of, of, like, it wasn't tied to that coming true, right? And so... What happened was I became I started to become more power filled than powerless, and and this is what I talk about when I when I talk about the state between chasing and attracting. When you're able to take what's in front of you, and it doesn't matter if it's um, something as simple as you know a walk or the fact that you you know live in a a, a new place where it has I, I don't know you're close to a park or you're you have uh, central air or you know. Um, Whatever you could take that's in front of you, and that includes people. That includes um, the people that are around you, um, friends, if you're dating someone, whatever. If you could take your situation and your life and what you have and adjust or change perspectives or redefine things or do what you have to do to start finding joy in what you have, um, that is everything uh, I really think that's soil because if you if you don't have that ability, when you build what you want to build, uh, when you get to what you want, you know where you want to go. Uh, if you don't have the ability to produce nectar with what you have, you're always going to be in a chasing state. You're always going to be looking for something bigger, better, prettier, you know, whatever your what uh, whatever you're you're after, right? And so this idea of finding life in life, uh, it really is huge. And I think that uh, in order to do it, um, you have to practice gratitude. You have to practice mindfulness. You have to be able to be still. You have to you know, use all your sensors and anchor yourself 
you have to simplify, you know, all these things. And it brings me to this. There's three pillars, and the one I were talking about this morning. Um, I call them pistons because I like this idea of seeing, you know, this idea of spinning plates, this idea of these uh, visually seeing these pistons pumping in order for me to move forward, right, in order for the engine to um, push the car forward, right? So in positive psychology, um, if you want to base a, a life on meaning, there are three pistons. One is achievement. And let me just describe this real quick because when we th- when we think about achievement, I don't know about you, but I think of um, diplomas and corner offices. I think of uh, you know climbing the corporate ladder. I think of uh, raises. Um, achievement is tied to ability. So when we talk about achievement in this case, it's not only the mind. It's not only feeding your brain, but it's also your body. So I love this idea that. Uh, that achievement is also uh, it has to do with a connection, right? A connection with your mind, body, and soul um, that makes you a whole person. Because I think that we pull from just what's in between our ears. You know, we're so logical, we're so like heady that achievement can um, lead us down a cul-de-sac, right? And it could be very two-dimensional. So when I see say achievement, I'm talking about as a whole person, feeding your brain. Um, uh, moving, connecting with your body. So that's the first piston you want to get going. Next one is contentment. And this is kind of what I was talking about in the beginning of this episode, the idea of being extremely mindful and finding joy, producing joy with what's in front of you, Um, being content right? Um, Finding happy in moments, in conversations, in, uh, for me, I love having a a coffee with a friend and having, you know, a meaningful conversation. I love going on motorcycle rides. Um, I love pushing myself in the, uh, the fitness space to get the dope shot of dopamine. And I love the way that my body feels when I'm doing like, butterfly pull-ups or hence, you know, gymnastic type of movements because it reminds me, it connects me to the old John Kim who was, you know, 12 and 13. So when he was spinning on his head on cardboard. So um, what is contentment for you? Um, can you redefine it, right? If, if you can't find it, can you redefine it? Um, if you can, then great. Keep stretching that. So that's the second piston, finding happy in moments, right? The third piston is hedonic, and it's um, that word reminds me of anything sexual. <laughs> it just sounds like debauchery. It sounds like orgies on an island, um, but it doesn't have to be. You know, hedonic. It could be anything that like produces dopamine. Um, things that uh, it doesn't matter if it's a donut, um, or it can be sex, or it could be making out for some with someone for half an hour. You know, it could be. Anything that, that, that brings you um, pleasure. And here's the thing about that. I think uh, because of the world we live in and the way that we've been programmed, whenever we give ourselves a treat, and this is why I, I keep posting the whole Fuck It Friday thing. Um, I, I think that, by the way, the, the Fuck It Friday started when I was working in nonprofit. And on Friday, I was like, you know what? I worked my ass off this week. Case notes, running groups. I'm going to give myself something and not feel guilty about it. So... I don't know, sometimes it would be, you know, 
a couple of donuts. Sometimes it would be leaving work a little bit early or, or whatever it would be. Um, the important piece being allowing yourself to have that, you know, like just fuck it. And so under this category of hedonic, um, I think a lot of people struggle with um, feeling guilty. I know recently, so I just bought a, a motorcycle and it's uh, actually the most expensive motorcycle I've ever purchased um, in financing it. And I remember driving out uh out of the Harley Davidson shop and feeling this sense of guilt. Like, do I deserve this? Why am I spending my money on this? You know, like, and here's the thing. The truth is, yeah, I deserve it because I work hard and it's not just a motorcycle. It's my meditation machine. It changes my state. It makes me happy. It creates flow states, right? So like, it's not just a vehicle, but it's, it's what it does for me. And so I want to remind you that as you are going out through your day, um, and of course, you know, everything is balanced. I'm not saying to, to go to drive to Vegas and drop your savings and not feel guilty about that. I'm not saying to do anything crazy, but once a week or maybe even once a day, allow yourself to, to feel um, the, the dopamine, you know, and I don't know what form um, that it comes in for you. Uh, I don't know if it's an activity or if it's, you know, whatever it is, or maybe it's food, something. Um, it's okay to uh, to feel happy or to feel joy. Um, it's part of living. It's part of having a meaningful life. The big macro pulling back, and I kind of want to end on this, is hanging your life on meeting. Um, uh, Victor Frankl, in his book, uh, The Man, uh, Man's Search for Meaning, him finding meaning in prison um, I think it was a concentration camp, I don't remember, but having nothing, and even in having nothing, being able to find joy and happy, uh, it's an amazing story, and if, you know, it doesn't really matter what environment or circumstance you're in, it's all about your mindset and perspective, and wrapping or hanging your life on meaning uh, can also change your life very quickly. I know that uh, the old John Kim, when I was chasing shiny things, had a very meaningless life, and it made me feel uh, like a floating leaf. It made me feel like I didn't have a stance or a voice, and I was kind of uh, living in my own prison. Um, now I have a very meaningful life, and I, and I it just didn't come. I mean, it's because I make decisions and, and choices based on meaning. And if something is meaningful to me, and it doesn't matter if it's a, a friendship or if it's um, building a company or, or, or you know helping people in, in whatever I'm doing um, – if you hang your life on meaning, then there's substance, and with substance, uh, it suddenly you go from a, a cardboard cutout to a three-dimensional whole person. So, all right, let's bring it back full circle. Try to find life in your life, guys, and try to pump these three pistons and get them going. Achievement and underachievement, mind and body, achieving and feeding your brain, connecting with your body, pushing your body you know, uh, physically, contentment, um, practicing uh, mindfulness, uh, finding joy in moments and, and uh, less in things outside of self, things that you have control over, and of course, um, hedonic, the uh, pleasure, right? Being okay with things that are, uh, bring you pleasure and not feeling guilt. So all of those, of course, in balance, but uh, and then overall hanging your life on meaning. And if you can do all those things, and guys, you know, growth is 50% risk, 
revelations, ideas, conversations, and, and learning, but the other 50% is execution. And, and you could think about this all day, but if you don't execute, nothing in your life is going to change, right? So be well. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. I hope the dialogue was helpful. Listen, guys, if you want to be a life coach, just go to my website, theangrytherapist.com, and click on Life Coaching Training, and you'll find our Catalyst Intensive. There's only two things you need to be a life coach, a story which everyone has, and a passion to help others. Before you go, I wanted to give you something, something I made. It's a relationship toolkit because the world needs better, healthier relationships so we could all love harder So go to theangrytherapist.com forward slash podcast. That's www.theangrytherapist.com forward slash podcast. It's super simple. And we will email you my relationship toolkit.